everyone, and welcome back to the Class 1A podcast. My name is Andrew Nimsgren, and alongside me, I have James Graham to dive into everything that happened in Season 5, Episode 22, Sad Man's Parade. James, I think we were even talking about this a lot last week, how excited we were for this chapter. We knew what was coming with Twice, and seeing it animated was amazing. I mean, do you agree? Was this chapter as awesome as you thought it was going to be? Yeah, honestly, I think the episode really did it justice. Um, I mean, that's all I've seen on Twitter all day today is just like side by sides of like the the manga cut and you know what they actually animated. And I think yeah, they I think they did our boy proud. I think they I think they did his his you know his episode justice. Yeah, and even with it, there's still so many other good moments too. I mean, you think with I mean, obviously last week was the Toga episode, right? So pretty much ninety mm. percent of the episode was around her, but it still felt like a ton happened in this episode outside of twice as well we'll talk about it as well but kind of seeing the an update on the dobby and geddon update seeing a backstory for twice also seeing the conversation with reed destro shigaraki taking down the tower like a lot happened with still having twice have such a cool moment but before we do get into the full recap if you guys do enjoy or looking for other my hero academia content make sure to go over and check out youtube.com slash class 1a where we do a ton of other my hero academia content or if you are watching on YouTube right now, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel and you leave a comment down below. As always, helps with the YouTube algorithm and all that and helps more people find it and experience it with us. Otherwise, if you want to listen on the go, you can find us on all podcasting platforms across the world. Just check out the Class 1A podcast on any podcasting platform as well. Or if you ever need a link, just send us a message and we'll give you a link to whatever platform you are looking for. But with that, let's jump right into the recap of My Hero Academia Season 5, Episode 22, Sad Man's Parade. It kicks off seeing Septic's clones holding down Twice while attempting to finish off Toga. Twice is having a complete mental breakdown, basically trying to understand who's holding him down, if it's actually his clone, something else, and is just not able to control himself. And after the opening credits, we do actually go straight into Twice's backstory. After seemingly hitting someone on a motorcycle on accident, his life basically spirals out of control, which eventually leads him to a life of crime where he uses a bunch of his own clones to commit crimes and end up actually on the national watch list. But eventually all his clones can't even trust each other anymore and they turn on each other and twice the original twice has to watch all of his clones kill himself while tied up to a chair and after that mental break he does meet with Giran, who meets him introduces him to the league of villains and we know how that story goes from there but back in the present twice is trying to get to toga and save her but skeptic clones hold him back down and break both of his arms which is kind of a mistake for them because this causes twice to know that he is 100% the original twice because for years now he's been avoided trying to get injured too badly because he was always afraid that he was going to find out that he was a clone but in fact he is the original and that in conjunction with knowing that he would never actually kill a friend he basically overcomes the mental break illness that he had and unleashes his ultimate move dead man's parade which pretty much just allows him to create unlimited numbers of himself storm through the city and start to overtake the metal liberation forces that greatly had them outnumbered. We get a quick update on the Dobby versus Geddon fight with Mr. Capress still there in the background. Geddon is much stronger than we originally thought with Dobby still having a little bit of struggle and seeing that Geddon is able to launch ice walls the size of pretty much um, Todoroki's throughout the entire city with ease and it's a very close battle that we didn't really get closure on yet so that'll be coming up in one of these episodes. Um, we see that the Doc wakes up Machia an hour earlier than he was originally planned to because he's worried that Shigaraki may lose here. So he wakes him up and uh, Machia starts instantly heading to Dika Stika City. 
Shiggy and Spinner are getting closer to Control Tower where they believe that the leader is, and Twice's clones help make a path for Shigaraki. A trumpet shows back up, which is like the politician, and Spinner realizes that whenever he does talk, that the Metal Liberation Army seems to get a little bit stronger, so it kind of seems like that's setting up a showdown between the two of them coming up in a future episode. But up in the actual tower, one of Twice's clones get up there and create clones of a bunch of the League of Villains members who briefly fight Redestro, but are clearly no chance. Redestro kind of monologues to a fake Twice and a fake Shigaraki for a second there, where we actually get the name reveal of Redestro, pretty much confirming that he's the son of the original Destro. After that, we see the original Shigaraki walk up and destroy the whole tower from the bottom up. And this sets up the big battle between Redestro and Shiggy as they are looking at each other after the rubble um, comes down. And we do also see that based on the previews, next week is going to be a big Shigaraki backstory as well that we've kind of been predicting for a while now. So, fuck. What an episode. I mean, <laughs> where, where, where do you start? I mean, you could talk about twice. I mean, you could talk about what's going to happen next week. I mean, this, I'm the Dobby versus Geddon fight could be a whole episode that I want to watch yeah. over and over again. Like so many cool setups or actual moments in this episode. Yeah, I think, I think we got to kind of jump right into the, I, and like, honestly, they started, they started the episode off with a bang with like the, the moment where twice gets his arms broken because he says that in the dialogue that, you know, it's basically the equivalent of somebody breaking a bone. That's what it takes to break my clone. Right. And then it, it happens to him. And then like, it's, it's the snap, right? Like, I mean, he's undergone this in, immense psychological trauma and then you just go right to this realization. It's like, I'm the real one. And then he just unleashes hell. And I thought, like, I remember reading it and I, and I, and I, I got the same feeling watching it too. Maybe even more so because it was actually animated. I, like, it wasn't my imagination putting it together. It was like, it was, it was great to see it animated. And he, like, he just goes nuts and it's sick. I didn't, yeah, I completely love that. I mean, they set it up too so well that in the backstory, they just kind of make the mention of an arm breaking about the damn big take. Like, oh, that's a great way, like explaining how his quirk works, how his clones yeah. work, because we don't really know too much about it. Makes complete sense. And then seeing the arm snap and that being kind of the realization was it's a small moment that obviously only happened a minute or two apart. So it's not yeah. like it was like something they said forever ago and it came to fruition here, but it was still just a good little payoff, even in the backstory section. And then, yeah, Dead Man, I'm Sad Man's Parade. I keep saying Dead Man's Parade. Sad Man's Parade. It's all good. It's just absolutely amazing. And just seeing how they all interact with each other, too, is almost the best part of it. It's like yeah. when Spinner and Dive look back at them, they're on the roofs jumping around and like, like they're jamming out like and partying, just checking on everyone. The conversations like they even had between each other, like in the tower, like when he was yeah. talking to the other clones, like, you are a clone. Even if you die, you will not die. Like, <laughs> they, it's just so much it's fun like, like it's the it's the self-reassurance uh, and you can tell like it's all him it's all him just being like just arguing with himself and it's so good there is like i saw like i frequently grab like screenshots from each episode and there's one scene where it's just twice fighting a bunch of people and there's just this one clone who's like in the back with his hands on his head like he's just like he can't <laughs> believe what's happening and i'm like this is this is this is perfect this is perfect and, and i think that, that go on no, oh no! I was just gonna say there was a there's a nice little uh, Terminator Two reference in this episode. So for those of you who have seen Terminator Two, one of the most like famous scenes in cinema um, is basically when the Terminator Arnold Schwarzenegger is melting himself down into the lava. He holds his thumb up 
And because like that was like a like a meaningful thing between him and the main character. And after Geddon basically unleashes hell on all the Twice clones, and it's Mister Compressed kind of sealed up. One of the one of the Twice is sinking down, is doing the thumbs up to him. Oh, like that's cool. sick. That's great. I don't know if it's in the manga. I don't remember, but like I saw it, I saw it, and I was like, nice. That's a nice touch. Yeah, and I think just we see with like Skeptics clones that they're all just kind of mindless dummies. And I think what makes Twice so much is his kind of personality that was always fighting with kind of internally where you switch between the voices and stuff and seeing that come to fruition in the, in all of the clones and this attitude and all that, it would make the best. Or like when they die, you see the, all of them and the other clones just yell me's and it's, that <laughs> keeps happening over and over again. I laugh every time too. So yeah, sad man's parade was everything I wanted it to be. It looked beautiful. You can just tell yeah. even we talked about a little bit before, like twice. I never took very serious before. We didn't really see his face much before, but even up until this episode, even when he's having the mental break, I'm like, okay, just kind of twice, whatever. But when he kind of looks up after he has a realization, it just looks like it's a completely different person. Yeah. And that was such a good transition because while Sad Man Fraid being his ultimate move is huge, you can just tell that this is no longer the same person he once was, and this is a new twice going forward. Yeah. Now, it, it, like, it, it makes me question, like, how, like, how long we're gonna get badass twice around for? Because I'm sure this is probably gonna reside at some point. And it has to. I don't, like, I don't know if they do that dramatic of a character shift. It seems like such a big, a big move. But I'm very happy with the current twice we have. And on top of that, too, I think this is something that we didn't really show in the anime prior is that his clones can clone themselves. Like, that's the uh, that's what makes him so devastating, right? And, like, you never really realize how powerful Twice is until you're, like, he can, like, infinitely copy himself. Yes, they get, the clones get, like, you know, exponentially weaker, but, like, like strength in numbers is a thing, man. Like, you know, it's, like, death by a thousand cuts, right? So, I think it really just, like, reinvents Twice as a character, and you come to realize, like, holy shit, like, he is as, like, I would put him... Maybe not as powerful as Shigaraki because we're already seeing Shigaraki's power like scale up too, as we've talked about this entire like, this entire arc. But like he is fucking nuts, like he is crazy. Yeah, I I completely love it. But I think I kind of want to move on, and I want to make the statement that I think Dobby is going to lose this fight against Get Gun. Like, it's, oh, it's not going to be a clear conclusion. Like, I feel like they're dragging it on. If it was going to be a really cool epic fight, they would have just done like an episode on it by now. I feel like it's getting drawn out. Like, we're moving over to Shigaraki. Machi is on the way now. Like, and I'm okay with that. I feel like Dobby, whenever he is around, is always the main interest. And I'm okay with him being the one that doesn't. Because yeah. for the first time, like, it's interesting. But, I mean, when we're seeing these quirk level ups, I mean, I don't think there's the same kind of quirk level up that Dobby could have. And just seeing that someone actually can meet his firepower is very cool to see. Like, I like the kind of energy that the guy he's going up against has. And the whole having power is kind of the equal to living. And that's kind of in Dobby's life always too. That being the most powerful is all he really cares about. So kind of matching up some of the same mentality and it not being a clear win. If anything, I'm okay with. Yeah. And I think, I think the big thing is too, is it's foreshadowed is that the fight is not contained in an episode. It's being stretched out. And I think that's probably deliberate, right? Like that's the only thing I can really take from it because I will, like, I remember first watching it and I'm like sick. Get to see Dobby square off. I love seeing fire against ice. It's always fun, you know? And then, like, you know, it's, like, we haven't really seen a ton of Dobby. Like, I mean, like, we see, like, we know he's always there. He's very self-interested. Like, I mean, he's got fire. It's blue. It's cool. He's covered in scars. But, that, like, that's, it's nice to see him actually have, like, somebody who's, like, 
hitting him head on. So yeah, I could I could definitely see Geddon being like kind of his match or his equal and it kind of like just concluding there. Like, I mean, we've literally just put a timer on how long that fight can go because Machi's on his way, right? Like that's that's it. So any yeah, of these and they conflicts had to are... have walked to Dika City. They didn't, uh, the doctor or anyone didn't transport him, I don't think. So it no, can't they, be that they, far away, and he can, man, Machia can move fucking quick. Well, that's just it. They said he was going to have an hour and a half left to, wa- uh, to sleep. So basically, they probably only made it, like, what, like two hours walking distance? Because I'm assuming most of these fights have only been going for, like, an hour tops. Oh, right? that's Maybe. true, that he had right? those three hours away, and then there was about an hour left, and the only minutes have only happened, and now they woke him up. So, yeah, so he'll be here, I think, by the end of the next episode. I'd say so, yeah. Like, I mean, we've already seen what next episode's going to look like, right? So uh, we're probably not going to get too much Dobby versus Geddon out of that. Um, But, I mean, we didn't – like so we got that, and we got a potential Spinner fight coming up too, which I thought was kind of cool because Spinner and Compress, like, as we said, have kind of gotten – like, they've kind of gotten the shaft, so maybe – we get uh, Spinner versus like the politician. Like, what do we? What, what is it? He's yeah, got a I, name, and I, I can't remember what it but is. I honestly don't even care. Like, there's so I many. Do, other, like, we talked about this last week. He's a teenage know, ninja man. turtle. Like, cool. Maybe he can like knock him out or something. But I don't think Spinner's just gonna go up and stab him. Like, I, I just don't know. <laughs> like, he should. Like, it's Spinner, man. He's got a sword. Like, this is whole thing, man. He should just go up and stab this dude. But like I like I think it's a like um, as far as stylistically a matchup goes for because you have you have Spinner who is like very feverish with like when it comes to like Stain's ideals and stuff like that and then you have a guy who literally manipulates people and mm. like incites riots right I think it's a nice it's a nice stylistic matchup but I, I think it's going to be grossly overshadowed by the entirety of that is the Shigaraki backstory like how are you going to beat that right yeah you, you can't and and I'm okay with that like. Yeah. Toga getting, I mean, the the characters we really care about is, I mean, I don't think anyone, and if I apologize, if someone wants to count me on this point, give me a reason why. Is anyone's favorite League member Spinner? Does anyone actually care about Spinner in the League of Villains? He or is, Mr. Compress. Well, Mr. Compress gets it too. I think yeah. he should be Mr. In the same Compress argument. is higher up. I mean, I think Mag- Magni was above Spinner before she died. Oh. I, yeah, I, I, I really don't think much dirty. about Spinner, but that's besides the point. But I, it's yeah. I think they're they're setting up a lot of cool fights, and I don't think they're going to have time, or I don't really care about all of them paying off and having full episodes or even good chunks of episodes. The spinner thing, let it go for like two scenes. Like great, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. over. Move on to the next thing. Because what I really want to see next week, and we are getting it, is Shigaraki's backstory. Because that's something that's been so mysterious for us. We know little snippets about him here and there. We know kind of who he's related to. That he got picked mm-hmm. up by All for One very early on, but we just don't know what happened to him beforehand. What ha- why he has all these hands, but yeah. it's clearly nothing good. And I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I think another crazy thing is too is the Shigaraki clone that Hell is like kind of, kind of went toe to toe with Redestro for a little bit. I think that was really cool. And honestly, the scene where he like. Where this, like, because again, like all these clones have like pure consciousness, right? Like, it's 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 really crazy to think about. Um, like the Shigaraki clone being able to communicate, being like, I saw him at the bottom. I was like, oh my god. Like, or when he is, was cloned, he said yeah, to the Dobby was, clone, "Never, uh, never clone your leader again." Is <laughs> what the guy said as soon as he was cloned. I'm like, I love that. Like that is Shigaraki's personality. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and I thought that was really cool. And I think we are kind of like, we're kind of like, there was so much hype in this episode that we're kind of overshadowing the fact that we did get some really cool, like, like, 
background too on the whole metal liberation army on redestro and stuff like that and we got to see a bit of redestro's quirk too like this he's clearly a pretty powerful dude i'd say because he like the entire tower collapsed and he just like like got up no problem like he was fine yeah some kind of like enhancement like body enhancement quirk get like a big iron like he reminded me of like kind of like like frankie from like one piece like he kind of had that like that gimmick going on i don't know like i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens he he's a cool character though like uh, like but we did we did i think and i think this is worth bringing up we talked about this in pre-show but we did have a bit of qualms with the episode because this is the first time that we found that the pacing was like almost sped up just a little too much like the dialogue was sped up a little too much yeah it felt like the dialogue was at 1.25 speed and everything that was happening around it was like a one because i've never had issues watching what's happening on the screen reading Mm. the captions and then kind of understanding what's going on we already kind of know a lot of Destro's backstory. We're very familiar with them. But even as I was trying to take it all in and listen, like, oh, is there any notes, any funny snippets or anything I want to bring up? I couldn't catch it all in the first time through. And I went yeah. back and watched it. It was good. But that's just not something that's really happened in my Hero Academia a little bit. And it worries me just a little bit for next week because I'm assuming it's going to be a fight with monologuing and backstories. So I just hope that maybe if it's only focused on that fight next episode, they have more time to slow it down. But mm-hmm. that whole conversation of him revealing that he was Redestro and that he was Destro's son originally, which we already kind of knew from last episode, just yeah. went way too fast. It was a cool moment. There was a really cool thing said in there. But again, yeah. just like 1.25 speed, just tone that down a little bit and it would have been great. Then that's just even a minor kind of nitpick because the rest was great. It was, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's cool that we kind of get the origin story of like why a quirk's called a quirk, right? Like, I mean, it was like it's it was like a political ploy, which I thought was really cool and used in like 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 it was something that happened that I could 100% see plausible as like to like you know to write policy on something, right? Using using this quote from this from this person and all that stuff. Of course, I, I'm pretty sure Shigaraki's like, yeah, fuck that. I don't I don't buy that, right? Well, he but, doesn't like, he doesn't know any of it now. Because it was his clone, his clone, like, it's not like Naruto where the clone just goes back to him, so Shigaraki knows nothing about this anymore. He, he's just he's like, monologued to nobody. Like, that, that's I what mean, I mean, like, when he saw him in front of him, he's like, oh yeah, so are you the boss? Like, Shigaraki doesn't know who this dude <laughs> just, is anymore. He just, he just guesses, yeah. So no, it was just completely useless monologue, which almost makes it better, because it was just a monologue for us. It was just yeah. explaining things to the audience, because I don't think he's going to re-explain it to Shigaraki again. So probably not on screen. I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll get that conversation or maybe we'll always in like a joking manner or something like that. It was just like, really? Like I just, I just did, I just did this. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. But like, I mean, next to next week's going to be lit. It's going to be sick. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to touch on from this episode? I think we kind of jumped around a lot. I mean, so we've I think kind we of kept it chronologically. Like I think yeah. we did okay with that. <laughs> I guess the only thing would be, so I think the only one left that would get a power level up we've already kind of seen shigaraki's he has the aoe decay now is yeah. maybe dobby actually getting a power up and finding a way to be getting pretty quickly all of a sudden otherwise i don't think we still don't think spinner there's nothing but mr compress this episode so i think it'd be dobby would be the only one that have one last big cool man- moment outside of the shigaraki episode or is there anything else you think that might happen here no, I think that's it. It's either that or like between like the people who are part of the Metal Liberation Army, like the um, Mr. Skeptic, the politician. Like, I mean, we're, we're going to get like probably like a power reveal, but like we're not going to, I don't think we're getting any crazy power. Yeah, there's anymore. no one else, is there? It was Skeptic's politician, the journalist, and then Redestro. I don't think we're missing. I think, 
I don't think we're missing anybody. I'll have to double check, but I think we got everybody with that. And one of them's already dead. So yeah. I mean, like, so they're, they're kind of running out of the big moments to kind of push people over the edge. So yeah, exactly. Oh, but skeptic. I guess we didn't really talk about that. He looked like he was on the verge of losing it. So I don't think he's yeah. actually done yet. Like, yeah, he's only made one mistake in his life before, and I think we, Whatever whenever he does come back up, he's probably going to try to do something or twice because he still wants to capture him otherwise he'd be he's a pumped about him he want he wants to use him yeah exactly right so i think so, that'll that that should come up at some point that's probably one more moment that we might kind of get the conclusion to next week kind of while they're fighting because again this whole arc has been a lot of jumping ground they've never yeah. really stayed on one moment for the entire scene there's no camino um fight between all might and all for one where they're just fighting for 15 minutes like no you get like two or three minutes on screen for one thing and then it moves to the next one and jumps around a lot. So exactly. I'm sure yeah. that I'll continue into next week, but I guess we don't know too much about it. We'll just have to see what happens with that. So for sure, yeah, I guess we just move into the plus ultra award then. And I'll let you lead first. But for those of you that do not know, the plus ultra award is a weekly award that we do. where we decide one character that went beyond the win plus ultra where each host usually picks their own person from each episode as so many people generally stand out in each episode, but I think we're on a four-episode streak, a five-episode streak of picking the same exact people. I think and so, yeah. Do we want to make it six? What's your pick, James? Oh, it's got to be six. It's like, I mean, it's twice. It's 100% twice. We literally had a villain do a plus ultra. They talk about it. They say, like, a, like a, you're like you're a villain and you're saving people, right? Yeah, like, I mean, this, is the, this like, feels like the start of a hero's origin story first episode this sounds like the first episode of a hero like a hero origin story right and like that's that's just like how more plus ultra, like he got a super good move it's not like he had the villain equivalent of, of a plus ultra mode where he killed a bunch of i mean he did but like i mean he also saved toga too so like you can't you and he kind of went to toga with with redestro so i mean i think it just speaks to how crazy powerful he is and how good of a character twice is so and i want a that, full light novel on like twice, twice? Why did yeah. he not go to a hero school? Like, why was he looking for jobs and struggling to find a job before he hit a guy on the motorcycle? Because the one guy's like, I'll never give you a job again. Like, well, his parents it, died in middle school. So he presumably, he, they, yeah, they say they say that because when that. he's first getting interviewed, yeah, he's first getting interviewed. He says, basically, like, I'm by myself, no family. His parents have both died. So I'm assuming after middle school, he basically took a job that allowed him to have a place to live too, right? Because nobody's going to provide yeah. it for him, right? But yeah, like you think if twice go twice twice would go to UA, twice tw like I mean twice would 100 percent go to UA. Crazy, what? absolutely crazy. One of those characters I just want more on. Because yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Couldn't be anyone else. We were both incredibly hyped after last week's episode when we saw this was going to be Sad Man Parade episode, something oh, yeah. we've been looking forward to forever. It paid off. It looked beautiful. I, I mean, I love Twice as a character more than ever, so it has to go to him. I can't believe we're disagreeing on everything here, but yeah, it's when just... it's a villain episode, there's not as many people to generally stand out. They're picking one or two, and Shigaraki is probably going to be next week, let's be honest, because each character gets their own episode, but yeah, nonetheless, I've loved watching. It's my Villain Academia has been a huge success, and I've loved every moment of it so far, and I hope you guys are enjoying it just as much. Thank you all so much for tuning in, listening to our thoughts on this week's episode. We will be back next Saturday diving in everything that episode happens in episode 23 of season 5 of My Hero Academia. But until then, make sure to go out and check out everything else we have over on the YouTube channel or go back and listen to our other recaps on podcasting platforms as well. But until then, see you all next